Good morning and welcome to AC23, the podcast of the Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge, whose mission is to promote cultural growth, economic development, and educational enhancement through the arts in and around the 11 parish region we serve. I'm your host, Pam Bordelon, and joining me this morning are Brandy Patrick, the Director of Communications for the Louisiana Department of Veterans Affairs, and Carrie McCarthy and Mark Pedry. Filmmakers of the documentary Dear Sirs, which has its Louisiana premiere this coming Wednesday, November 8th at the Manship Theater. Welcome, everybody. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Yeah, we're so excited. So, Carrie and Mark, let's start with you guys. So, how did this, how did Dear Sirs come about? Yep. So, I'll take the the first bite at that question. Um, Dear Sirs is about a, a veteran who's a prisoner of war in World War II, and he also happened to be my grandfather. So, I spent a tremendous amount of time with this man growing up, um, and he never spoke of this part of his life. So um, Carrie and I are both storytellers for a living. Uh, we make documentary films, and you know when you stumble across, I guess, the most important story of your life, um, you just really have to make it. So for me, it was personal, but I'll let Carrie step in and, and say it, what it was for her. Yeah, so for me, it was more about seeing this veteran who was never able to talk about his experience as a prisoner of war. And I saw that as a way, um, as a story that could create space for other veteran stories and for, you know, veterans and their family members to see themselves within the story that's told in the film. Um, and that's kind of what we've been doing with, with um, sharing the film around, you know, it's a very specific story, but um, it's, it's really common, especially with that World War II area. Okay, so um, that's obviously what, what also inspired you to make it, but what's, tell us a little bit about the process, how you did, I mean, how did you find, how did you eventually find out about your grandfather's experience, Mark? Sure, well, without giving away too many spoilers in the film, um, <laughs> a- after he passed away, his house in Wyoming, uh, we weren't sure quite what to do with it, uh, there's still a lot of personal belongings in it, so we ended up just keeping it in the family and Carrie and I were um, living in Los Angeles at the time and we came back and we needed a place to stay. So the family said, well, why don't you go over and grandpa's house? You can stay there. No one, no one goes over there. And um, we did. And that, that was the night that Carrie pulled back the covers and found a knife in the bed. And that was quite a startling (laughs) discovery. It was between the bed frame and the the box spring. Okay. And um, you know, I just never knew, the, the version of my grandpa that I knew never would have had a knife in the bed. And so that kind of started to get me to think a little bit more about uh, maybe there's a side of him that I never had the chance to meet. And that's when I went into his office, which was in, the, in his house there. And he just had a pretty detailed personal archive um, compiled of photos, letters, documents, um, you know, memorabilia, little things that he had brought back from his experience in the war. And I had known pieces, you know, that he was a veteran. Uh, I'd heard that he was a prisoner of war, but, um, you know, I, every time I tried to bring it up with him, it was a, a very difficult topic for him to talk about. So that conversation would always end in silence on both parts. Um, so for the first time, I was seeing the pieces of this story that I'd only kind of known, you know, very, very limited pieces of. And um, those letters, those photos, it was like, getting to meet him for the first time again. I mean, I think when you see someone's handwriting 75 years ago, uh, it really does transport you. So I was hooked. I stayed up all night. 
Uh, and that was sort of the beginning of needing to tell this story. Okay. Um, at that point, though, we hadn't decided we were going to bike across Germany in order to tell <laughs> it. That came later. Okay. So, um, Carrie, how was it to work with Mark on this project that, that obviously is very personal and special to him? Yeah, it was um, at, at the beginning, you know, like Mark said, he was hooked. I was hooked as well. I, you know, I knew Silvio only for a very brief time before he passed away. Um, but for me, it was more like getting to know a young soldier because I was looking at these photos and these letters um, and getting to know him and his friends, uh, his, you know, girlfriend and writing love letters back. And so I was hooked on that. Um, and I got to um, and then as the as the filming continued and Mark got to know his grandfather more, I think as a producer, you you you, you know, you're there to support the director and, and make it possible to to create the film they see. Um, but I think it was really hard for Mark. Uh, he he was uncovering all of this. And in doing that, it changed him a little bit. And he had a lot of personal things to work through, you know, and I think as a producer, you just have to keep encouraging like this story is important and you can do this and you're going to create something great. Um, it's, it's a great responsibility to tell the, the story of your grandfather um, for your families and, and as well as sharing it with, with the rest of the world. Yeah. So why yeah, you, I, you, I'm sorry, go I ahead, just, Mark. I just want to jump in and add something really quick to that. Uh, I think at the core of the film, it, it is about um, getting to know this man and having this conversation and, you know, that conversation is never easy and it doesn't get easier. And even after, you know, he passed away, um, the film in a sense is one last try to have that conversation. So I think when Carrie talks about some of the difficult moments, um, you know, whether you're sitting on the porch with somebody or, you know, trying to create a book or, or work of art to reflect on those moments, um, it doesn't get easier. So I think <laughs> having the conversation as soon as you can is uh, I think that that would be my takeaway right now. So that was my, that was what I was about. Why is it so important that we hear these stories that are not just your grandfather, but any any veteran from World War II or any war? Why is it important that those stories be told? Yeah, that's a great question. So while this story started for personal reasons, uh, and Carrie kind of mentioned um, it evolved into something much bigger for us. And at the core, you know, your story is, that's who you are. And if you don't feel confident or comfortable or safe in sharing pieces of that story. Maybe, you know, there's always a part that you may not want to open up about, but, you know, complete silence. Um, there's so much that people hold in. And if they're not feeling that they can share that and what's in that silence, um, there's so many other ripple effects of that. And I think a good example from this film, the title, Dear Sirs, uh, it's based on a letter that my grandfather wrote in his 80s. And it was the first time that he was reaching out to the government to pursue his benefits as a veteran. And in that letter, uh, he had to describe his experience. So it began, Dear Sirs, I served in the 95th Infantry. Um, I was crossing the bridge in France when I became captured. You know, so it's, it's really the most complete version of his story in his words. And the takeaway for me there is, you know, he, he could have been getting the benefits that he earned from the day he got back. I mean, he was yeah. disabled for his entire life. Um, you could tell that there was a weight that this story um, held on him. So if another family or another veteran can see this film, 
and realize the importance of their story. And it's not just, you know, for the, the act of storytelling, but it's also, you know, telling your story can help you confront things and, and pursue benefits and make connections and, you know, get closer to the people in your life that are able to help you. So I think that's when it becomes bigger than just a personal story. Yeah. So what has been the reception? Um, I mean, this is going to be the Louisiana premiere, but I'm, I'm assuming this has been shown elsewhere. What's been the reception when people have seen this? <laughs> yeah, we've been really, really lucky to be able to travel with the film a lot and, and show it to audiences uh, across the U.S. and even in France and Germany. And um, as filmmakers, that's, that's such a, a privilege to be able to share your film in the room with your audience um, and then have a discussion after. So um, we're very excited to come to Baton Rouge for that. But so far, the reception has been, you know, really great. We have a lot of veterans in our audiences as well as their families. And the, the evening events that we have are so impactful for creating a connection between veterans and their families, veterans and their communities, for communities to really see the veterans who, you know, are around and um, to understand the importance of their stories and for veterans to understand that. Um, and I think that uh, the overall reception has been an understanding of the importance of telling these stories. I think it, it kind of, we need this refresher, I think, um, and this provides that space. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I'm a little biased because we, we've made the film and we've traveled with it and, and met a lot of the people that have seen it, but a resounding response is usually people coming up saying, uh, I wasn't sure what I was getting into. I, I thought it was a World War II film and I, I really don't know how to explain uh, what this was, but thank you. So there's a lot of gratitude and I think um, because of the people that are coming together and, you know, we always try to have opening remarks and the Q&A, and if we can be there, you know, that's so much more special. Um, it's more than a film. It's, it's an evening of people coming together, connecting, and even starting to share pieces of their story. So it's, it's really special. And, you know, being able to come to Baton Rouge, uh, having the support of the Louisiana State Department of Veteran Affairs, that every bit of that just elevates it and makes it more important for the audience. Okay. And it's fun. It's always fun, too. Can't <laughs> Sounds, leave that up. Yeah. So, Brandy, how did the Department of Veterans Affairs find out about Dear Sirs? So, this past January, we were in D.C. for the National Association of State Directors of Veterans Affairs. It's where all the directors of veterans affairs in the nation come together and their staff, and they meet twice a year. And we were able to meet... Um, Mark and Carrie there, they did a presentation about the film and of course their uh, Secretary of Veterans Affairs in Wyoming was with them to present that and so um, our Deputy Secretary Julie Baxter-Payer actually had a conversation with Mark and Carrie and expressed some interest in bringing the um, film here to Louisiana and having a, a premiere in Baton Rouge um, around Veterans Day. Mm -hmm. And so that's how it all began. And we've been working on this for um, quite a bit of time now and are super excited that we're closing in just a few days before. So what all is, um, it's not just the Department of Veterans Affairs. You're also working with some other state agencies and groups. Can you tell us a little bit about how that Collaboration. Sure. So um, the film in itself 
is amazing. It's immersive to me and and the way that we feel about it at the department that it's a call to action to families whose veterans are still alive to have that conversation with them now before they pass or even those um, like Mark that are that are looking back and reflecting on their loved one's life to put together you know the pieces of this story and personally if, uh, about a month ago I found an old metal box of all of my grandfather's original army papers from Korea. So it has so much personal value for me Mm -hmm. with this. But um, we are working with LPB, and there's going to be a premiere um, that they will show on LPB after our um, premiere at the Manship on the 8th. Um, we're also working with the State Archives, um, several different ways with them. They have worked with us in Manship to hang an art display. It's actually up now um, and will be through mid-November in the foyer. Okay. They are reproductions of original World War One propaganda posters. Um, the Archives has a, a large collection of these originals. They're very beautiful um, and priceless, as Mm -hmm. are many things at the archives. Um, They're also going to have an exhibit upstairs in the gallery the day of the showing. Um, Downstairs in the lobby area, the archives will have a table talking about... um, Kind of, kind of what you can do with this call to action, how to preserve documents and photographs, how to properly handle them, um, that, that type of thing. Also, the LSU libraries, um, oral history program folks will be there. Okay. Um, and we've worked with them in the past and currently are with um, capturing, capturing oral histories of veterans. So we've got a, um, you know, an experience to be had. It's not just a film premiere. There's it's it's multifaceted, and we're really excited about it. Okay, so uh, it like I said, it all happens at the Manship Theater on November the eighth. Now the the films. It, it's a free event. It is. But you do need to register. Yes. Tell us how we do that. So um, there's a couple of ways all through the Manship Theater. You can go online to the Manship's website and find the information about Dear Sirs. Or you can call the box office. The number is 225 344 0334 Tuesday through Friday between 10 and 4. Okay. The tickets are general admission and like you said there are free but you will need to reserve one to get in. Okay. And uh before the filming there's mm-hmm. a reception. Yes. So. 5 o'clock, the doors open, there'll be a reception. Um, refreshments will be available for purchase in the foyer. Um, guests will be able to view the art display, go upstairs to the gallery, view the exhibit. Um, in addition to the tables from LSU and the archives, um, our department will have a table for veterans to discuss resources, claims, benefits, anything that they may need to talk about. Okay. And then, as we mentioned, uh, LPB will broadcast the uh, documentary premiere on Friday, November the 10th at 9 p.m. It's going to follow the Salute to Service of Veterans Day celebration, uh, which starts at 8 on LPB. So, um, Carrie and Mark, what are, are... is what else are you guys working on besides this? This sounds like this was... How long did it take you guys to do this? Yeah, it's been it's been a long time. So uh, 
from when we found the knife and then finished the film, uh, that's kind of the bookend, it was about four years. Wow. And uh, I think the, it, it, it could have taken less time, but I think because it was so personal and, you know, I was not just making a film, but I, I was kind of going through a bit of, um, you know, a journey meeting my grandfather and hearing his story um, by way of making that film. So that added some extra time. Um, but after we finished the film, we've been on the road for about a year and a half. Uh, and, and that's been these community screenings, having the opportunity to meet, uh, people and take part in, um, in these events that are, you know, more, more than just a film screening, hearing all of the, the multifaceted things that are going to be in Baton Rouge. Uh, I'm just really excited for that. And Carrie and I are going to be at participating at that, taking a look at the posters, meeting people, um, so yeah, the long story short, you know, we haven't had a ton of time to really think about the next step. Uh, we're really <laughs> focusing on getting this story out, especially, um, with the veterans day lead up, there's going to be a lot of public broadcasting screenings across the U S. Um, but as far as the in-person event, we will be in Baton Rouge for that. So that's great. Okay. Yeah. And one, one thing we're really excited about in addition to the public broadcast on LPB. Um, and around the country is the educational distribution. So the film will be able to be used in schools and, and universities as hopefully to get younger people thinking about preserving these stories. Um, like Brandy said, as a kind of a call to action about the importance of preserving the, the artifacts, but the stories themselves too. Okay. All right. So let's remind everybody the film premiere is Wednesday, November the 8th. Uh, at 6.30 with the reception at 5 at the Manship Theater here in Baton Rouge. And the Manship is located in the Shaw Center for the Arts. Uh, their website is manshiptheater.org. And, Brandy, you want to tell them the phone number for the box office again? Sure. It's 225-344-0334. Okay. We thank you guys for joining us this morning. I can't – I'm going to have to go reserve my ticket. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we're – Sure, excited. And I just want to add one quick thing. Since, sure. You know, your podcast uh, deals a lot with art and culture. Um, wh- one of the things that, you know, we often don't think about um, with art is, you know, the association of how it can be useful in society. It's not just, you know, an expression or entertainment, but it really is a tool for people. And I think this event is a perfect example of, you know, how something, an expression of something that Carrie and I made um, that was deeply personal to us can be, you know, a way of other people accessing something that's personal to them and and bring a community together so uh, and the timing couldn't be better leading up to veterans day um you know reflecting on the importance of these stories and finding something um and i don't want this to sound too syrupy but it really brings us together Uh, and i think the veterans in our communities they come from every facet neighborhood religion it really is something that brings us all together and if we can have a moment to honor that and and get closer and, and put our differences aside. That that is very important for us. So Make we're excited for- to to bring that um, idea and and have this moment in Baton Rouge. Yes, that makes for a much better world. It does, yeah. Sure. Yep. So if we can play one little piece of that then I think <laughs> that's that's what we're here to do. Yeah. Also coming up, um, 
at the Manship. We are partnering with the Manship to bring When You Wish Upon a Star on November 16th. It is 100 years of Disney music. So that's going to be a whole lot of fun. It's part of the River City Jazz Masters series that we do. And on December the 1st at the Festival of Lights, Baton Rouge is going to kick off the Christmas celebration. We have a whole lot of events planned with that. So stay tuned. We thank you for joining you're going to make us want to stay. <laughs> yes, please do. Please do. There's always some fun going on down here. Uh, we thank you so much for joining us this morning for AC23. You can catch replays on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Support for this programming comes from Shell, our generous donors, and members. To help us continue programming like this, please consider joining the Arts Council or becoming a donor. Information can be found on our website, artsbr.org. That's A-R-T-S-B-R dot org. And we'll see you next Sunday. 